0: May the words of my mouth and the thoughts of all our hearts be now and always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. We've already heard a lot about how the Lord is at work in uh, Kim and pominda 's life, and I'm sure as you heard those words, there have been points of contact, places where you think, ah, oh, yes, I remember that, or... Uh, I would like that and uh, gives us an opportunity uh, to see that the Lord uh, is alive and well and uh, uh, ministering in people's lives and that his blessing and his help is available to us all. As a church family church community we've been reading through the book of Esther over the last few weeks and it's a strange book. Uh, it's a, a little book in the first part of the Bible the Old Testament and uh, it's uh, a book which talks about a Jewish community uh, that is in sort of Persia or uh, modern day Iran and uh, this is a, a group of Jews uh, who have not gone back uh, to uh, to Jerusalem and to Israel when uh, they were allowed to uh, they've stayed behind and uh, they are are doing okay. Uh, The trouble is that the the king is uh, is a really sort of uh, unpleasant character in this story. He's drinking all the time and uh, he has way too much power and he just does what he likes all the time. And uh, uh, in the first chapter, we find that he dismisses his queen, Queen Vashti, simply because she will not come and parade in front of him so that he can say to all his guests, look how beautiful my queen is. And he's so petulant, he sort of stamps his foot and says, you're not the queen anymore. Uh, And even sort of sends a a ruling round to all the places in his kingdom saying, men are boss. Um, And don't let this queen's uh, uh, action give anyone any ideas. He's so petty and small and tiny. And then there's a a beauty competition to to find uh, the the next queen. And Esther wins this competition. And she becomes his queen. Meanwhile, in the background, there's a plot, a subplot, to overthrow him. And Esther's older cousin, who's sort of her guardian, a bit like an uncle, except he's not her uncle, uh, Mordecai, he finds out about this plot, tells Esther, and Esther tells the king the next stage of the story we meet another character this character Haman and Haman for some reason wants to be the king's favorite and he hates the Jewish people so as he sort of ingratiates himself more and more with the king he wants to use that power to annihilate not just Mordecai that he has a grudge against but all of Mordecai's people, the whole family of God, in this part of the empire. And he plots and prepares, and in a rather grisly detail, he builds this enormous gallows on which he's going to hang Mordecai. But then right in the middle of the story, there is a remarkable set of coincidences. They're so remarkable that anybody reading them will know that these are not coincidences, that the hand of God is on this story, and he is guiding it for the salvation of his people. The king can't sleep, and the king orders that his minute book, his record book, is read to him, And as it is read to him, the story of Mordecai being the one who found out about this plot, who told Esther, who got the plot undone and delivered, suddenly the king realises that Mordecai needs to be honoured. So the following day, as Haman turns up, rubbing his hands together, thinking this is it, This is the day that I get rid of Mordecai. This is the day that the Jewish people will be annihilated in this part of the empire. What does he find? He finds the king wanting to honor Mordecai. And so he says to Haman, What should be done for the man that the king wants to honor? And Haman rubs his hands together again and says, Whoa, this is me. I'm going to get honored. So he says, let him be a king, one of the robes that the king has worn, let him wear it. And then let there be a horse. And the horse has a a special crest on it that's the king's crest. And let it be led through the streets. And everyone say, look at this man that the king is honoring. And in this beautiful twist, the king says, spot on. You do that. You do that for Mordecai. And suddenly the tables are turned. And instead of Haman seeing Mordecai humiliated. And ultimately executed. First he has to honor Mordecai. Leading him through the streets. Can you imagine how that must have stuck in his throat. Behold the man that the king honors. And then. The bit of the story that we get to today esther this young woman barely more than a child asks the king to come to a banquet actually she's quite clever because she asks him to come to a banquet and then she doesn't tell him what she wants see the story's true women don't always tell you what they want do they but they reserve the right. Anyway, I'm not going to go into that. Um, they, they, they don't always tell you what they want. She so says, come back tomorrow. So the king is like, what's going on? What's going on? But all right then. So he comes back tomorrow with Haman. And you get this incredible scene. The king, Esther, young, young woman Esther and Haman. The most powerful person in her world And the one who wants to annihilate her cousin and the whole of the Jewish people. And there she is, this tiny young girl. And he says to her, What do you want? And she says, Save my people. Save my people. Deliver my people. Let them not be annihilated. Up to now, Esther has not owned her Jewish roots. In fact, she's been told not to. But at this moment in the story, she makes it clear who she belongs to. Save my people. There is a plot And somebody wants to destroy us. And the king says, who would dare to do such a thing? Who is this man? And she says, it's him. And you know, there's a really, really significant line. It says, the king left his wine. All the way through the story, he's got a glass of wine in his hand this is so serious he leaves his wine he goes into the garden to sort of process and the bit that we didn't read actually is that when he comes back in Haman who knows he's in trouble falls onto the couch next to Esther pleading for his life so when the king comes back in what does he see It looks as if Haman is molesting his queen. Immediately, the king gives his verdict. Haman is arrested. It says that his face is covered. And where is he taken? He's taken to the gallows that were prepared for Mordecai. And there he is hanged. It is a gruesome story, but it is also a powerful, powerful story of the way that God is at work to deliver his people. Even if you can't see his hand clearly, it is there nonetheless. And at its heart, there is this young person, this young woman, who plays her part It is a wonderful story of God at work in the background. God saying, you are my people and I will save you. But it does include individuals doing what God calls them to do at particular moments. Today, as we have had the joy of witnessing the baptism of Kim and Parminder, They, as it were, are placing their public faith and trust in Christ, identifying with his people, becoming one with the church that is scattered throughout the world, drawn from every tribe and nation and language. Maybe the link between Esther. And their baptism today is to say, here are two young people, identifying with the people of God, being known as those who follow Christ. And who knows what they will go on to do? Who knows what positions they will find themselves in? Who knows what any of us Will the positions that any of us will find ourselves in, but in those moments, we have a choice, don't we? We can either, like Esther, say, I belong to him, I belong to them, I am one of the people of God, and play your part, play our part in the protection and deliverance of his people, the extension of his kingdom, the ongoing nature of his purposes in the world. We face that choice, don't we? And often we will feel small and vulnerable, and often the people around us will feel powerful and perhaps even wicked. But just as Esther did as she was called to do in that moment. So Kim and Palminda and all of us are called to identify with Christ, to identify with his people and to play our part. It may not be as dramatic, it may not be as pivotal, it may not feel so significant as the story of Esther, But each one of us has a unique part to play. Each one of us called to him and to his people.